This is the PR Pod, the podcast that brings you expert tips for working in PR and finding your niche. With your host, Brooke Burns. Today, I welcome back Hayley Cole and Gabrielle Sigelski from Sydney PR agency Stella. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. So this episode, we're going to chat about crises management. And I just want to preface it by saying we're going to give you a top line overview of preparing for and managing a crisis. There's a lot of great documentation out there on the interwebs that will go into further detail on all of these elements we'll be discussing. But by the end of this, you should have a decent grasp of what may be expected from you in a crisis. So, ladies, what does a crisis look like and how can it affect a brand or company? Um, I guess in its most simple simple terms, it's, it's anything that is going to break trust with key stakeholders or, um, you know, that negatively affects public opinion of a brand. Um, it can be really damaging and super negative. Um, you know, so in its worst case, it will also affect the bottom line of a business. Um, so it's always suggested <laughs> that you plan for the worst to ensure that, you know, you try and avoid avoid that. Mm. Yeah, and, and just to um, set the tone for what we do as well, to your point, Brooke, I mean, Stella's, we're not expert crisis management agency, but we have dealt with crises through our clients before and they, you know, we work in consumer lifestyle, so they could look, <laughs> a crisis could look very different yeah. ways, very different scales, depending on what business and brand we're talking about. So I think for some tactical examples for people that may not totally understand um, what, it what is. that looks like, yeah. it could be anything from kind of a product recall on a beauty brand. It could be a burglary at a venue that you represent. It could be a scandal for a personality within the business. It could be some financial rumours that have made their way into the paper about um, the operations of a business. Yes. It could be a delay in a build or it could be a global pandemic. We've dealt with all <laughs> of those. <laughs> and it usually, I, it, it usually happens at a really poignant time of a business's um, life. <laughs> so, so, you know, when they are most, you know, when they're on a real trajectory and they've kind of really upset some competitors or, you know, a certain deal didn't get done by a supplier or there, there are, there is like, yeah, it's, there are certain moments when they, they usually come about and it's when, um, there's more to, there's, um, that, that business is more vulnerable. And do you at Stella, Put much time and effort because you are a smaller agency and like you said you've got quite broad clients that you work on you're not a crisis communications agency how much emphasis do you put on developing crisis communication mm. plans in whatever form they are yeah small or large when you start working with clients yeah, yeah. I, they're still so important i think yeah. you don't necessarily be in, i think what our approach to it is we'll always kind of do a bit of a risk in that assessment at the beginning of a campaign or when we're working with a new client and discuss with them what are the potential negative stories yeah. or impacts that raise them as a conversation? Yeah, there's, yeah, there needs to be a conversation around the what could yeah. go wrong. So that's that's just mandatory, I, I believe, in any kind of PR. When you're communicating a brand with the public, you need to understand what the risk is um, and you get a protocol around, built around that. So step one is just understanding, I suppose, what a crisis looks like for that business and what scales of crisis mm. there could be. So there could be really you know, small manageable ones that Stella can certainly get on top of. They may just be social media related where someone does yeah. like the colour of a lipstick or That's something. That's right. And then it's understanding when they have escalated to a point where you need to bring in somebody with a specific area of expertise to handle that. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And in terms of working through that plan, what what other things should people be considering when they are putting together a plan or when they're having a chat to a client? So 
um, yeah. obviously, like you said, talking through what those what those possible crises Scenarios could be. Are. That's right. Yeah. So I think we kind of see it as, you know, so, yeah, sitting down, doing that risk assessment, saying these are your various scenarios that could eventuate. Yeah, what warrants we, a crisis and what yes. are those levels of a crisis mm-hmm. that yeah. we've identified. And then what are the protocols for mm-hmm. each one? What's the action plan? Exactly right. What are you, who, are, who is your spokespeople for each one? Um, what are, what are those pre- to say? That's mm-hmm. right. What's our position? Then what is the pre-approved commentary around that? Um, and some of those key messages uh, you may be able to generally define in advance of a crisis, yeah. but they Others need to be, be That's yeah, right. absolutely yeah. tweaked in the, in the midst of it and That's when you understand right. the actual yeah. details of it. I yeah. think also media training for mm. any um, spokespeople that are going to be fronting media because generally it's a, it's a really quite emotional time as well and I think being able to just detach from that and just deliver straight to you to your messaging is so key especially if it's a, a news media crisis that mm. um that can be pretty overwhelming yeah. i think defining how that communication will disseminate in the midst of that crisis you know if how will how will it be disseminated internally are there, are there employees yeah. is it does it have to be like an you know, uh, email that goes out how are you going to be utilizing your social media channels yeah internal is really important i think Surprisingly, it often gets forgotten Missed. because yeah, you right, kind yeah. of just go straight to how are we going to yeah. respond to the media, what what are we going to do online when conversations might pop up on social. But that getting that internal message is so important because those people within the business are all going to be, I mean, they're your biggest stakeholders, arguably, That's as your right. staff. So they're also spokespeople for your business. Mm. And if they were to be made aware of something by way of, by them through the media, that's going to push to keep them really off yes so you always want to keep your team close i think they need to be aware of the protocol particularly frontline people so receptionists receptionists could should 100 percent be you know at the forefront of a crisis management plan they need to have a little flow chart in front of them that tells them if you were to get a call on this topic from a journalist or see something pop up on facebook that is flagged as one of those potential crises topics, what what do you do? So mm. the first step will be, here's your first point of contact, here's their phone number. Any inquiries that come through, you direct your PR agency or your internal marketing team. Yeah. Or, so I just think making step-by-step step very clear what the lines are um, that you have to follow. And, you know, it's also so important that, especially if you are a PR agency, that everyone the company end, you know, that you're working for the client end has an understanding of what the protocols are because you don't want someone who's managing the social media in-house to start responding to stuff because they're not across That's what right. the flow of information should be. Who, who needs to be writing those key messages? You know, their messages they're putting out on social media could be very different to how the company directors and the PR agency have carefully crafted something to be communicated. Yeah, that's right. In terms of the key messaging that you should be putting together, we just touched on this, there's obviously a scope of stuff you could put together in advance. What kind of things should you be thinking about when it comes to key messaging? I think the key thing in any crisis is not avoiding blame. So is is being accountable, you know, and saying, look, and of course this is dependent on what the crisis is, but... It, essentially, it's about if 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 a business or a brand has done the wrong thing, if you know is is taking that responsibility yeah. and 
saying, look, I, yes, we've done something wrong, but this is how we are going to rectify it. So being accountable, but having a clear plan in place mm. that shows how that corporation, that brand will make it better. Mm. You know? I think some clarity around what the issue is. It may be speculation, especially if something's being picked up on social media and people are inferring about what's happened or they're speculating what's happened. I think addressing in those key messages this is what has happened. Yes. This this is where we are in the process of dealing with it, where, you know, we're yeah. putting up, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, and, and gone are the days of there's kind of a holding statement and that's it. Mm. <laughs> I think you've got to – it's identifying your audiences as well. So there's kind of the messaging around that particular issue and then breaking that out to, to the audiences that you're speaking with. So you would have a certain tone that you would create that messaging for social where you're talking direct to consumers. Mm. You might have a slightly tweaked version of that statement that you would be sharing with media because it's a different um, conversation mm, that, yeah. that you're engaging in. Yeah. I'd also suggest that whoever you're using in your messaging by way of commentary from the, from the, um, the spokesperson, mm-hmm. the crisis is there is then available at all times for media. Absolutely. So you can't be putting someone out by way of a statement or a spokesperson and then not allowing media to um, have interviews, which is where the briefing and the training of said spokesperson is crucial. Mm. So when you are executing the plan in the moment, what should you be keeping in mind? We've kind of touched on a couple of these yeah. things. So obviously being communicating, I think, swiftly and clearly is really yes. important. Yeah. And showing showing accountability and showing that you've got a plan in place, mm. that you're um, not flying, you know, blind, that you, yes. you've really put some, some thought, that you've got structure that you, people can trust. Um, I think at a very basic level too. What you should keep in mind is keeping to the plan. Don't mm. stray from the plan. I think the reason yeah. you've done the plan is because, to Gab's point earlier, when a crisis erupts, it's emotional for people. So there's reactive human responses that can come into play and everybody just wants to fix things really quickly. But I think that's why having this document created in advance mm-hmm. keeps you all level-headed. Yeah. You need to yeah. stay calm. You need to follow the plan. You don't yeah. stray from the plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, remembering media deadlines as well. Yes. If you're working with somebody, you know, you've got to be able to turn around that commentary as quickly as they yeah. need it. Definitely. As and I respond said, to them, sure you know. Are available. Yeah. I would also bring, yeah, that's right. So you'd, you'd, you'd work, I mean, this is all getting a bit strategic now, but if you were, if you needed a certain journalist to help deliver a story, bring them in right at the start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bring them on the journey to find your allies. That's right, to ensure that they are they know that there's no bullshit coming that they they know that what you're delivering is honest uh, and that you're not trying to use them for you know anything to hide behind or anything like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Having those allies out there that you identify in advance. So, you know, yeah, if this exactly if this situation right. arises, these are the people that have been the kindest or that yeah. will provide the most objective um that will you know write the most objective story to it is really important when it term when it comes to responding to yeah. media and I would definitely recommend you always respond to them as quickly as you can even if you don't have an update say yep 
Thank you for calling. I understand. As soon as I have an update from this end, I'll let you know. Versus if you just ignore their call for four hours, they're going to try the receptionist. They're going to try find a number from somebody else. So it's better just to open that line of communication and say, yes, I know you need information. As soon as I have an update on what that is, I can let you know. That's right. And isn't it always more valuable to be the one that's giving, giving the messaging and giving the information as opposed to them you know trying so trying to control it from um a pr sense is just is so incredibly important Mm. and even having things like having a if you do have a spokesperson have a photograph ready to go so they're not pulling trying to pull something out from the archives of when that the current company owner was you know a bartender 14 years ago or something like that so i guess giving the assets um that you may not think are particularly important in the middle of a crisis, but yeah. everyone needs an image to run alongside it. So make sure they've yeah. got a relevant venue image, if it's a venue or uh, product images or whatever it may be, so there's yeah. appropriate imagery accompanying. Yeah, and look, it sounds probably very obvious, but I think depending if the profile of the client is quite high as well, you're going to be getting a lot of calls yeah. and they will do anything they can to get any little nugget of information that they can. So I think you also have to remember never speak on behalf of your client. You have to choose your words really carefully and always just stick to that approved messaging and scripting. Um, it, it can be quite easy to get caught off guard where all of a sudden a yeah. PR is quoted mm. for something they're not approved to say. Yeah, and I think it's fine to say, to be honest and say, yes, I'm aware there was a, a, a fire at the venue. I had this last year with the venue that did catch on fire. Yes, I know there's a, a fire there. Um I've spoken with management. I'm just waiting to get the update on what's happening down there because they're currently talking with the fire crew. So as soon as I get that feedback, then I can pass it on. You don't have to just say, I don't know, no one's speaking to me. You can kind of control that how that sounds and i think another important thing that we spoke about before is the monitoring of conversation whether it be social that there's always somebody watching your social pages yeah someone has to be how you're commenting it that that's just on 24 hours Mm. at that point of really eruption and then also just ensure you've got media monitoring set up for the current Mm. new uh, keyword search yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely So once you're through that crisis, it's just as important to review how that plan worked and evaluate if there's anything that could have been done better. Uh, It could be that you need a different spokesperson, that person needs more training. Um, Maybe the flow of internal communication wasn't great and people were uncertain about what their roles and responsibilities they have. Is there anything else you need to keep in mind post-crisis? I. I would say I would suggest it's it's has that crisis impacted your strategy as it were prior. So do you need to shift your ongoing brand marketing strategy or whatever it might be? Yeah. So is there kind of further, more long term, more um, work that needs to be done on the overarching? Um, brand or marketing strategy. Yeah, and what what sparked the crisis? I think like analysing where it came from. Like, was it something mm. as it wasn't just a mistake? Mistakes happen that in a manuf- manufacturing process, or mm. was it a you know food poisoning? Or what, yeah, what sure was the crisis? Make sure it's fixed. Make yeah. sure it can't happen again. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that sounds really obvious, but it, it's so important to go back to the source of what sparked the crisis. I think also when you're thinking about media, like analyse how the media responded to the crisis and are there some journalists that you need to do some follow-up work with to get them back on back mm. on board and back understanding your business and what went wrong and how you're going to move change yeah. things moving forward. Absolutely. And it might be that, you know, you were responsible for doing lots of product placement stuff as part of your PR agency role with a particular company 
And now your suggestion is we need to spend the next three to six months doing some brand profile profiling right, and, yeah. you know, yeah. adjusting what our media relations component looks like yeah. because it could be quite different now. Yeah. yeah different goals. Right. Or, you know, or do have you seen as, as a result of that crisis, maybe it specifically affected a certain demographic of consumer, you know, that was relative to what, what happened. So what do you need to do as a brand to re-engage that, that audience that you perhaps Or to rebuild lost? that trust yeah. or... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, thank you so much for that today, ladies. I think we gave a very quick but very good overview that hopefully should put people in a good position to at least start identifying what crises are and the kind of things that you need to do around them. So thank you for that. And if you're enjoying listening to the show, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening to the PR Pod. For more expert tips on working in PR, head to www.theprpod.com.